0: Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast, presented by Fish Hawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now, your host, Chris Larson.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. Today, we're discussing Garmin Panoptics for Great Lakes trolling with Mark McGowan from Garmin. This is a discussion from the 2023. Virtual Great Lakes Fishing Show in Niagara Falls, New York. My co-host for this segment is Trevor Sumption from Fishhawk Electronics. Mark, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, pleasure to be here.
1: Well, we wanted to have you on the show to talk about forward-facing sonar. Uh, We're seeing it in so many places. We were just talking about musky fishing with it and how it's become such a powerful tool there. Uh, we see it in our neck of the woods with people using it for like drop shotting walleyes it's become just an incredible weapon there exactly but it's becoming bigger and bigger in trolling Uh, but a lot of people haven't seen it yet they haven't seen the power of it in the trolling game Um, so you can just maybe give people a a little bit of a a taste of what that's like using using that forward-facing sonar system in a trolling setting
2: you know garmin was the first manufacturer to come out with Forward facing sonar, which was our panoptic, our original version. And since then, we've come out with our live scope. Now we've come out with live scope And everybody is really focused so much on the live scope version that they kind of forgot about the, the, the panoptic to use for trolling. And here at the Great Lakes, that PS30 is a fantastic panoptic forward facing sonar to be able to see the salmon coming around your riggers, your dipsies. You can see the fish coming and going out of the cone angle. and that is, is just a fantastic tool, and the guys up here that really got into it are catching a lot of fish. They're they're so tuned into seeing those fish on the screen. You can watch the salmon staging in the different areas in the fall, so you know exactly where they are. You can see how they react to the baits. You know if they're not hitting the lure, you change your speed, change your color, change presentation. But that PS30 is a fantastic tool for trolling for trout and salmon, and even for the walleyes.
1: Very good, Trevor. I know you got some questions. Well, I,
0: I just I just did a seminar earlier this morning on you know, uh, you know specifically on you know using or using a fish hawk, you know, when walleye fishing. But one of the questions I got from uh, from uh, one of the attendees was, "Well, have you ever thought about putting a, a camera in the in the fish hawk probe?" And and I said, "Well, truthfully, we don't need a camera in the fish hawk probe because now with panoptics. You know, I basically have, you know, a camera. It's not a camera, of course. It's not showing you video. But what it is doing is it's showing me real-time reaction, what the fish are doing. It doesn't matter if it's dark underwater. It doesn't matter if the water's cloudy. Cloudy, It doesn't matter what water clarity is. It is a camera where you're able to actually judge how fish are reacting to a presentation where all of a sudden, you know, you got your spread down and you, you see this, you know, fish or salmon. We'll call it. You know, swimming near your breath, drinking into the. Sprint, and he's right? either going to eat or he's not. And if he's not, well, that's pretty darn good clue that maybe something uh, needs to change, right? You know, uh, So it's it's uh, I mean, everybody uses the term game changing technology. You know, I can, I can pretty definitively say at this point that in in my lifetime, as uh, in the
2: fishing realm, right, this is. The game change. I mean, that's it's here. It's, it's, there is it's absolutely no doubt. And you know, I've had the opportunity to make my living working in the marine electronics industry, and I've been at this now for forty years. So to see it go from paper graphs and flashers to this technology is absolutely mind-boggling. Yeah. And like you said, the the panoptic is like having an underwater camera. You're seeing yeah. in real time w- without the limitations. Right. Without limitations. On, on a on a side note,
0: you know, Mark is one of the guys. You know, you've done this 40 plus years, right? Exactly. I mean Mark is one of the guys that I look up to, right? I mean, he's he has been there and he has done that. So, like for me personally, this is these are the guys that you know, uh, so
1: yeah, for what it's worth. Yeah, it's, so,
2: it's really a fantastic I mean, I, guy. I've had you know a fantastic career in an industry that I absolutely love. And to watch this technology change the way it has, it's it's mind boggling. Yeah. you know when i first started we didn't even have electronic cartography you had a loran to use for navigation in the great right. lakes and now we've got gps right. we got cartography that's it's unbelievable and, and forward-facing sonar it is probably the biggest breakthrough that i've seen in this industry
0: I, I think the other thing too um you know i know with with our products you know we're putting more product now on 18 20-foot trailer boats right. than we do on the traditional yeah. big lake you know great exactly. lakes boat and and what's made that possible is that technology. So there's a safety factor that goes with that. Yep. There's all you know, you know, you said you referenced the Laurent C, you know. I mean, now everybody's got a GPS and you know, we've got good weather forecasting and you know, it's possible for us to go out on these big waters with respect exactly. and knowledge and, and and be safe and, and you know, just one more thing that technology has has yeah, brought us. It's I mean, sure. Yeah. I
2: mean, and you look at the kayak business. All of the sonar products that are on these kayaks yeah. today—it's unbelievable
1: right. to see
2: how many different sonar products and live scope mm-hmm. and forward-facing sonars on a kayak. Right. Mm-hmm. And these guys love it. It really works. Like I said, it improves your safety. You can you can go out there and feel confident that you're going to be able to get back. Right. I mean, it's just right. unbelievable technology, and the pricing really is affordable. You know, we make products out there that are fit everybody's budget. Yeah,
1: there's a kayak right down the aisle from us here that you know, yeah. he's got the, the Garmin sonar system, he's actually got a fish hawk on it. Yep. The question that I hear all the time from people is what the is the one difference, one one difference one between panoptics insane. and live scope?
2: Okay, that's a good question. The main difference is, you know, panoptic has a wider cone angle, it's a bigger transducer, it's gonna be mounted on a transom of the boat, which you can steer it backwards so you can see the fish coming in. You can see your, your spread and your riggers and sometimes the dipsies. where your live scope is a narrower cone angle that you normally put on either a trolling motor or on a, a aftermarket pole that you can steer and aim it to the target that you want to look at. You can use live scope for trolling but you're going to have to steer it because the cone angle is a lot narrower so you're going to have to be aiming it towards your downriggers manually where the PS30 is a wider cone angle. It's, you can steer it electronically.
1: What is it? It's from prop wash and stuff like that.
2: Well, you want to get it where you get the cleanest water because you know, you're going to get. When there's air bubbles in prop wash, you can get return signals, you can get some noise. So you want to try and get it where you get the cleanest surface of water. Yeah. And that's the same with even a traditional transducer. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we tell people right. too.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're all fighting for that same real that estate, really. Like, yeah. right. We our, our joke in the office is transducers are like jello. There's always room for one
1: more, exactly. you know. So, so. And boy,
2: some of these boats got four or five across yeah. the back. It's exactly. unbelievable. Yeah. You're right, we're running out of real estate.
1: Maybe we should say transducers are like Potato chips—you can't have just one. There you, right. you can't just eat right. just one. Yeah. Right.
0: yeah, and and they've got—I mean, there's, yeah, you need more than just one. I mean, as we've we've, you know, a number of topics here. You know, the different seminars here at the show. Uh, you know, you know, the transducers are now specialized devices. I mean, they're they're really. Um, you know to unlock the potential of the, oh, of the exactly. electronics that
2: we have so. and so many people just take the transducer for granted and you can't because yeah. that is critical to get the best performance out of any sonar you know, I don't care who made it what company the transducer is critical and you want to get it mounted where you get the least amount of turbulence absolutely if
1: you have any questions for Mark from Garmin go ahead and put them in the comments and we'll get them to Mark here he'll be with us for about 10 more minutes Mark I've uh, talked to a couple different people who are running this uh, we did a show Show early on in the history, I think it's episode nine or something like that on the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast with Casey Crisco, uh, who runs runs the Panopics on the back of his boat. And one of the things that I don't know if it's Casey or somebody else was telling me that one of the things that they like about it that they where they see the power of it is they'll be running with their spread. Maybe they're running ten lines out, and one line is bringing the fish in. But they're not biting that line. It's it's kind of an attractor. It brings the fish in, and they're biting somewhere else. And he could watch this over and over again. And he's like, you know, in a normal case, he goes, "I'd bring that line in and put something else on it because it wasn't catching fish." But being able to see how fish were, it's
0: lighting up spread, the rest of his spread. Yeah, it's an, yeah.
2: Spread, it's an attractor. You
1: got to leave that out. Right. So right again, there's another thing where, you know, it doesn't seem like. It's something that you could see, but it's made a big
2: impact. Oh, yeah. Casey is one of the first charter captains that I know up here that really took Life or Panoptic to a different level. He's really got it down pat, and he has sold a lot of those products for Garmin because of his ability to use it. It's one of those things that you you almost need to see it firsthand. I mean,
0: you really do. I mean, you almost need to experience it. I mean, uh, uh, I think this winter, you know, in an ice fishing setting was was honestly the first time I've really had time to to, you know, sit down and, and, and you know, spend a lot of time with units just over the course of maybe three days of fishing. And uh, I get it now. Right. It's it's one of those things that's like I knew I knew it was there. I knew it was popular. You know, I know sales were great, all these kind of things, but until I actually spent those three days, it's like okay, light goes on where you know. yeah I mean people are investing in this technology exactly. and it does not take you long to figure out why once you've
2: you know once you've exactly. actually experienced it and you know there's a lot of really good YouTube videos out there that show how these products actually work and it's well worth taking a look at them if you're considering buying one of these products, just go out and watch some of those videos and it'll make a believer out of you because it really is seeing believing
1: yeah, that's one thing I wanted to ask you about is, all right, so the model that we want is a PS30. PS30. Okay, so I go and I stop by my, my favorite retailer here at the show, I pick up a PS30, I get home, what's my next step? What am I going to do
2: to get this the, thing working? The best thing to do if you're going to install it yourself is go on YouTube and there's be videos out there to show you how to install it.
1: Okay, how do I use it? I get out there and that's the other thing, it's like a lot of... Uh, you know, I'm not going to say our generation. It's probably every generation, but we get our toys and we just want to start pushing buttons. And, you know, they I know these places send instructions, but sometimes those things we don't like to do. So how do I use it in this application? How do I get it set up where I can use it to actually be a fishing tool?
2: Once you get it installed properly, when you get on the boat, just turn your unit on, go to pan optic, hit live view, and just start adjusting the, the gain. to to where you get the cleanest picture with the least amount of turbulence. I mean, the the factory settings on it are really very good, so it's not going to take you long to get it tweaked in there, that's for sure. And again, there's YouTube videos that show you how to do it.
1: Yeah, easy to get dialed in. Yeah,
2: because you're actually seeing it, you know, and it's it really it's 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 pretty easy.
1: Now, one of the other things that is becoming really popular in electronics, and it's a good thing for people like you because it costs more money, uh, bigger screens. So, what kind of options do you have with screens? Well,
2: that that's is a huge. Option for consumers. The, the, the smallest screen we make now that'll panoptical work on is a six inch. But we go from six. Oh really? We go. You can go down to six. Out, we just came out with a six okay. inch a month ago. Really? For the smaller boats and kayaks, and it's got panoptic capabilities. But you can go from a six, a seven, eight, 10, 12, 17, 1924 so it depends on how much you want to spend but we've got screens now up to 24 inches
1: that, that's what i want i want the big screens so i can't even see what's in front of me. right <laughs>
2: no you might as well get two you might
1: as well get yeah. two right or you
2: know i've yeah. seen three
0: i mean but i mean but yeah no it's it, it's uh that, that's interesting though that you know yeah. six you know a six-inch six inch screen obviously that's going to hit a that's going to hit a different what are the Price point. I mean, where does it dollars Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine for the yep. for the PS touch, thirty. Touch, no, the the PS thirty is $14.99. Fourteen ninety nine, and then and then seven ninety nine right.
1: for the right. for the six inch display. Right. Okay. That's
2: yep. A, yeah. But we now make screen sizes to fit just about every application.
1: Every application, and and if I want to spend way more than seven ninety nine, you can help oh. me out there too.
2: Oh yeah, you can go way up.
1: <laughs> but it's one you. of those things, though. You know, and we we talked about today here in the booth. People have been stopping by and just chatting and talking about what they've got going on in their boot in their boats. And uh, there was a gentleman here who's like, I'm thinking about getting a fish off. I don't know what you know. I was thinking about just getting a TD just to kind of get started. and His wife was standing right next to him, and she's like. Why would you do that? Just get the one that you need. Cry right. Right.
0: once, cry once. Exactly. Right. Yeah. exactly.
1: And we talk about you know, all the money that we spend on fuel and bait and lures and rods and downriggers and everything else. It's like, here's a tool that can really help deliver success to you. And, okay, it's going to cost us a few thousand dollars, but, you know, if we're going to go out and do this, that's the other thing, time. You know, Trevor and I have been talking all weekend. We both have, you know, teenage kids, and we're right. seeing them about ready to go out the door here in the next five or six years. And it's like <laughs> we don't have a lot of time. Yeah. You
0: appreciate kids. it more when you don't have it.
1: Right? Right.
2: right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So make make the best of your time and, and try to, to do things that are going to help you be successful in the walk. You take your kids out. You take your family out. Friends, whatever. You want the tools on your boat that are going to help you be successful.
2: Definitely, and, and live scope forward facing sonar definitely lets you catch more fish because you're you, you're not going to be fishing where there isn't any.
0: Right.
2: You're always going to see them on the screen.
0: You know, in some circles, there's controversy around it. I mean, what's the? I mean, and, and that's not unique to this. That's any technology right. and i mean what, what i mean what, what's garmin's
2: answer i mean what how, how, how do you deflect that it won't make them bite right you know if you can see them and some days it's going to show you how bad of a fisherman you really are right. you're seeing fish all day and not catching any
0: right right well I, yeah i remember that it was underwater cameras you know i was involved right. with that whole yeah. you know business in the early days and that was the thing is you know the, the it was kind of funny because the the talk of you know outlying or legislating them actually exactly. really blew the category up where right. it, it legitimized it yeah. and, and, yeah, and yeah, people are like see
2: how good it really is yeah it's like well uh uh-huh. you know
0: uh outlaw but i want mine first you know
2: exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah i want mine
1: first. i want mine first just yeah. just do it after yeah. i get mine so we
0: yeah.
1: uh. see it everywhere i mean you see it like i used to be a duck hunter. I mean, Spinning wing decoys was the right. yep. thing they are going to ban those, and you got all these different rules against crossbows, and then you know you can only have so much poundage and all these different things going on with it. But I think the answer really comes, and uh, something I tell people all the time, is with two different things, and that's one is back limits.
2: Right, if we exactly. start
1: seeing things go, you know. Then you the bag he, that with back limits, drop the back limits. And, and then the other thing is, is, us as sportsmen and sportswomen, like, yeah, we can go out and just tear them up if we want to but it's like let's be responsible exactly. and right. know that you right. know, this is a fun thing for us today we're going to go out and do this but you know we don't have to put every fish that we catch in the, in the box
2: exactly yeah. catch and release don't destroy the resource yeah we're out there to have fun right. exactly
1: and, and you see it in a lot of forms of fishing but then there are other forms where it's like, I want to put that thing in the frying pan really, really bad. Yeah. And, and again, I don't want to tell people, hey, don't take any fish home. You know, you can't eat fish because that's why we're there. I and mean, that's yeah.
0: what makes it fun. And, you know, I mean, you know the great fishery, they're, they're put and take fisheries, right? These, right. these fish exactly. are put in to harvest to a degree. That doesn't mean that we're going to abuse the resource or anything like that. And, and I think at the end of the day... If more people are enjoying the resource, the more people that enjoy the resource, the more effective we're going to be in protecting it over time. Exactly. In, For you know. sure.
1: Especially, and that was something that you that we all talked about here before we went on the air too, is, you know, we walk around the show and we see, see a lot of great hair. And, i like, yeah. i was sitting here after hair, you know? <laughs> or no hair. I
2: have no hair. <laughs>
1: so, like, getting uh, young people out and getting them introduced to sports oh, is really important. Exactly. The one thing that we know about young people is they love technology. Yeah. You were talking about oh,
2: that, too. No question. You know,
1: you have young people come up to your booth. What, what do they do? Tell me about that. They
2: are really good with technology. You're right. I, mean, I watch some of these young kids. They they don't even ask me how to work it. They can they know, figure out They know more. They know how to work it better than you <laughs> it's do. It, yeah. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, kids, you know, 10. 12 years old they know what button to push what menus mean how to save waypoints i mean they really have it down pat no question
0: You got a couple questions chris let's let's grab let's grab on those all
1: right so uh, eric here from facebook says uh, can you explain the difference is between the ps30 and
2: the ps31 the ps31 was more for facing forward like on your trolling motor uh, up front where the 30 is going to be used on the transom
1: but uh, yeah, you know, when we when we see, and even us now starting to get in into our gray hair years, we're getting more and more intuitive with our electronics and our phones. But those kids, like, that's what they do. Like, you know, they, they know how to operate electric. Exactly. And they've been doing it their whole life.
0: My, my 14 year old is a lot more into baseball than he is into fishing, right? But he knows what a panoptics is. Right? Oh, yeah. So he's like. It's- it's definitely you know, become a know, word. He, he may not, He may not even know what Garmin is, but he knows
1: what panoptics is. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Exactly. It's, 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 been, really it's so. been a huge game changer.
1: appreciate you stopping by here. Okay. I know it's a busy time being here at the show.
0: Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.